0: Welcome everybody to episode 11 of Late Arrivals. Uh, We got a little bit of an early start on the the Twitch stream here having some fun, but uh, joining me today is uh, Connor and Chris. Uh, We don't have Lewis tonight. Lewis had to work, uh, but we should be getting him back next week, hopefully. So yeah. if you're listening, Lewis, we love you. We miss you. We miss you very
1: much. Pour one out for Lou. Never forget.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, starting us off today, um, we didn't have so much ducks wise this week. Um, we got Dmitry Kulikov's number, number twenty nine, you know, stealing a uh, Devin Shore's number. How dare he? But <laughs> it's a story for a different day. Uh but kind of buzz around the fandom was uh Elliot Friedman reporting that the ducks seem to be in on Evan Rodriguez. Yes, that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Steven's tweet, Hockey Boomers tweet today. How uh, everyone's giving Pat Verbeek praise, and he didn't even do anything. <laughs> that's how great he is. It's just, it's, I mean, uh... it's it's the truth. Like it is kind of funny how we're all like hyped up about it, and it's not even a for sure thing. Like it's not a <laughs> no. thing that's happened. Um, yeah. but the excitement is definitely uh warranted because it's nice having moves like that being the ones that we're making because you know the past used to be oh hey we got chris kelly (laughs) yeah chris kelly hey brought Derek grant back for two years you know like (laughs) all right the buddy robinson signings of the of the world are kind of gone i mean outside of the guy we got from calgary uh god in the god but you know
1: (laughs) yeah well i mean you know this whole this whole rodriguez news or tidbit you know that we're interested that you know that that the ducks are potentially one of the front runners for rodriguez it just it continues down this path that verbeek has gone this entire off season of acquiring or or at least targeting players with great numbers great underlying numbers as well players that are going to help elevate these youngsters whether it's just on a year contract a two-year contract you know i know we signed ryan Strom for five years that's a little bit of a, a little bit of an anomaly but you know, it just continues this, like I said, this path that Pat Verbeek continues to go down of looking for depth, yes, but also depth that isn't just third, fourth line grinders, third, fourth line checkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, we so we saw it with you know how close we were to um, the signing Nino Niederreiter. You know, we were essentially signing Nino Niederreiter before, you know, as we all know, Roman Yossi stepped in at the eleventh hour and kind of. <laughs> uh, convince them to go to Nashville, but it just, it just, it's just so refreshing and so reassuring to know that we're going after the right people, and that's what's the most important. We, that's what's most important, and what is so reassuring, or what should be so reassuring, for Ducks fans that are, you know, that were maybe still not 100 percent convinced on Verbeek, or maybe wanted to see a little bit more after that, you know, that very fruitful trade deadline. It's just it's a sign of what's to come, you know, when when we start going after those more high caliber players here in a couple of years, as our window opens, it's just, it's very, it's incredibly refreshing. It's a breath of fresh air in Anaheim that has been
0: long overdue, long overdue. Very much so. It's almost bringing the team kind of where we should have been a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Looking at players with good numbers and not just, Hey, this guy was good once. This guy was good five years ago. Yeah, um, Yeah, Rodriguez definitely kind of seems like a project kind of player. Um, he did have a very good season, but part of that can also be the fact that random guys go to the Penguins and suddenly become, you know, elite players just because, you know, some- somehow Sidney Crosby wears off on them. <laughs> yeah. You know, shout out to the the Mark Donk tweet. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, it- as funny as it is, like it is true. You get these guys that just come out of nowhere and all of a sudden are, you know, analytical darlings and like really good out of you know out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Um uh, in the same vein, the same conversation. Uh you know, Greg Greg Waszynski, uh also reported that doesn't seem like the door to Anaheim is closed with Sonny Milano, which is encouraging news. It kind of seems like if we don't get Rodriguez, he might be plan C or D at this point um, which wouldn't be terrible I, I mean I not was one all. of the ones that wanted mm-hmm. Milano back um, mm-hmm. but I definitely kind of feel like they're gonna they're gonna look that route if things with Rodriguez don't go, go our way and I mean it's not a bad situation to be in by any means but yeah we say it pretty much every week and it's nice and refreshing to see the right Players being targeted and the right moves trying to be made.
2: And Rodriguez was on the Penguins, right? Yes. Yeah. So if we get him, maybe
0: Sonny Milano goes to the Penguins. Hey, he'll be a top line with Sidney Crosby and lighten (laughs) it up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens over this next week, especially because Friedman said, um, you know, when he was reporting on, um, on Rodriguez earlier today that he's under the impression that that's going to get sorted out sometime this week. So we should know if Evan Rodriguez is going to be a duck, you know, I would say by this time next week, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, you know, mentioning Sonny Milano. Yeah. Like it will be interesting to see, you know, if we don't get Evan Rodriguez is Sonny Milano is Pat Verbeek and his crew kind of considering Sonny Milano, that, that kind of fail safe second option, you know, we weren't able to get Nita Rider, you know, we ended, did get for and Strom, um, you know, two of our guys right there certainly are interested in Evan Rodriguez, according to reports today. So it'll be interesting to see just how much, just how accurate that Wyshynski report is about Milano. I I know there was some well-documented concern from the Ducks coaching staff and from Dallas Aikens in particular about Milano's work ethic and the type of player he is, or, you know, the type of just, not to get into like discrepancies or anything like that, but, you know, some, maybe some misalignment in terms of vision between Milano and the coaching staff. So it'll it'll be curious to see if they are willing to take him back um, and are willing to work with him. And on his side, you know, is he willing to work with the coaching staff, even if they're not seeing eye to eye. So, you know, always, always something to consider, you know, if we miss on Rodriguez, that doesn't mean, oh my God, we're automatically getting Milano. So I, I would advise fans just to not convince yourselves of that. You know, the ducks would like to add one more forward. I think that's pretty well documented, but then, But then if we don't, you know, I mean, as we've been kind of saying on Twitter, you know, the past couple of weeks, you know, this this next season certainly, again, isn't isn't make the playoffs or bust by any means. So, you know, if we can add another forward, great. And maybe we can, you know, kind of make a little push into the wild card spot if all those things align. And but if not, you know, that's okay too. And we just kind of rock with what we have, which is already a lineup that's been bolstered by a lot of great signings on both the forward end and the defensive end. So it'll be it'll be curious to see how this goes next week with this Rodriguez and Milano stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, knowing how things have been going lately, it'll break tomorrow morning as I'm <laughs> uploading the episode because that's yeah. that's kind of been the uh the uh the thing the last few weeks. Is... you know, it's gonna, you
2: know, I, we'll, get I...
1: a, we'll get a we'll get a Kevin Weeks don't go to bed tweet as we're as we're <laughs> logging
0: off. <laughs> hey, it just means that we can extend the stream, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, live react to.
1: We're still waiting for the first big piece of Ducks news to drop while we're recording. So maybe, maybe that'll happen tonight. If something happens, spam it. Where's the chat over here?
3: Spam
0: Spam us in the chat. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just tag us in the discord or, or something. Just get our attention somehow.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and other league news, we had some signings, some guys on PTOs and just some, some random things happening here and there. Uh, Firstly, you know, we had Jake Ottinger re-signed with the Dallas Stars three years, four mil. Uh, didn't think that he was going to, you know, no one seems to offer sheet anymore. So it would have taken them like fist fighting for him to not <laughs> sign with the Stars, but yeah. <laughs> Jason yeah. Robertson though, maybe. I
1: Do we see some drama around Jason Robertson? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. that be, that'll be curious to see.
0: Yeah. We need more chaos in the league. We, we should sure do. do.
1: We need more pettiness. <laughs> you know, like the yeah. canes and the like the canes and the Canadians with the Coca-Cola That was good.
2: Them. Yeah, that was yeah. good. I like the Ottinger signing though. I just yeah, like I Ottinger see. in general. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah, goalie I mean, easy, people here. Easy
1: guy to cheer. A very easy guy to cheer for, you know, they're probably locking up, you know, their future goalie here for the next couple of years. So you know, definitely a deal that we all knew that they were gonna make. So no. No real surprise there. I'll, honestly, I thought that they'd lock him up for a little bit longer than three years, but you know, maybe it's kind of a long bridge deal. I don't know if that I, I don't know if that's kind of an oxymoron, but you know, just to get him for the next couple of years, kind of, you know, kind of evaluate where this Dallas team could be here in three years, yeah. and then oh. kind of go from there. But yeah, I mean, I mean, good, solid signing for them.
2: Is everyone on the Stars roster is like eighty or older, and then there's <laughs> <Really>? Ottinger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ottinger and Jason Robertson, and then it's just like a bunch of 30-year-olds.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, who knows? The The owner might get fed up with Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan and uh, kind of see what yeah. to do there, give guys some more money. But <laughs> again. Drew Robertson. I'm bringing in Yager. <laughs> I mean, he he says he wants to play. Yeah, I want him veteran Presence. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, another young player signed, relatively cheap. Uh, Eric Brandstrom re-signs with the Senators one year, nine hundred K. He seems like a guy that's always somehow in trade talks. <laughs> it always seems like the Senators are trying to trade him, or he's there. Someone's always saying he's out of favor. So maybe they're just kind of seeing it as, oh, if we can flip him somewhere, maybe you know, he could be off our hands. But. He's you know, kind of uh,
1: he's kind of becoming the uh, the hockey version of uh, Miguel Andujar for the Yankees.
0: <laughs> Miguel
1: Andujar, <laughs> the classic uh, Andujar and Fraser for your team's best player uh, <laughs> that we see that we see on baseball Twitter. That's kind of that's kind of what we're seeing with the Senators fans and everything like that. Oh yeah, I'll just give him Bramstrom and we'll get Jack Eichel back. You know, but. <laughs>
0: You know, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to throw out the crazy trade proposals. And if it's not right. the Leafs fans doing it, it might as well be another Canadian team.
1: By the way, that that wor- worst armchair GM Twitter account that's popped up this offseason, oh my God, it's my favorite. I I think literally the other day I sat down with my morning coffee before work, and I was literally <laughs> scrolling through it for like 15 minutes just laughing my ass off. Some of the shit you see on there, it's like – a an, it, it's like an eighteen piece trade for Connor McDavid. <laughs> they're like, oh well, this could work. It's like when you're playing GM. It's like when you're playing via GM when you're eleven years old and you're just yeah. like overriding the trades for Malkin and Crosby and Steven Stamkos and everything <laughs> like
0: that.
2: Oh, this could work.
0: <laughs> My favorite one in the last week was trades. It was a trade of John Klingberg back to the stars. God.
1: And like we're getting stuff from Dallas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was a Klingberg. By himself and, like, three pieces coming back. I was like, I-, I don't know if this person knows how this works, but, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere, I guess. Oh, yeah. As long as we get Robertson. <laughs> It'll be nice. Well, speaking of Canadian teams, the the Jets did something. Um, They signed Sam Gagne, one year, seven seven 750K. Uh, they kind of seem like in that weird veteran purgatory of just – hey, this guy has a pulse. Let's sign him. Yeah. Um. Poor Jets fans. They were so good a couple years ago, and now they're just, they're kind do of back think, to square one. Do you think they even
2: sniff the playoffs this year?
0: <laughs> the Central would have to be very bad, mm-hmm. and at least they have hella book. Yeah, but you know, he gets the John Gibson treatment of, he sees mm-hmm. 97 shots a game, and his back somehow not snapped. So, (laughs) yeah, it's just a matter of time. You know, CJ always jokes about Gibby pulling out the taser, but I think Hellebuck's going to be joining him soon. Yeah, And I think it takes, like I said, a really bad central and like all of the teams in the Pacific just being terrible for the Jets to make the playoffs. (laughs) It's just they they don't have anybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's Kyle Connor, Blake Wheeler, and Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck, and that's about it
3: hmm
0: i mean at least they get to see cole perfetti this year but my god they do have ehlers i like ehlers i oh, do shit, like i forgot Eielers, about him too
1: but i mean i mean holy shit like god knows how much longer if they keep going down this path those those guys like perfetti and ehlers and connor are going to be in a jets uniform <laughs> You know that'll be curious to see. Hey, maybe down the road, the maybe in a year or two, the ducks are targeting a Nick Ealers or a Cole Perfetti <laughs> or a Kyle Connor. Imagine that. How fun would that be? As like some of our first like high caliber players to go after as our window opens yeah. up. Like how how exciting would that be? That'd Those are be all the three players that I really like a lot, and that'd be that'd be very interesting. And I know Cole Perfetti was the popular name to throw in there when we were everyone was joking about a Josh Manson to Winnipeg trade. Oh yeah, <laughs> last year or two before that, so. Would be curious to see what happens with those guys, but yeah, I I don't know. Nobody knows what the Jets are doing. Nobody knows what's going to happen to Pierre Luc Dubois. It's uh, it'll be curious. Do we do we see the r- return of hashtag Dubois to Anon, which was the first?
2: <laughs> Get it started, Connor, on the very first night of the season.
0: <laughs> yep, and Lou's not here, so let's go. <laughs> well, like my tweet said, the the D and PLD stands for Ducks, so yeah, it's just meant to be. Uh huh. pure we I feel like at some point um we have to figure out a way to trade Derek Grant for Mark Shifley. <laughs> um so let's all get on the armchair GM and try our best to make it work. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling that one. Hey, if we can if we can get four things for John Klingberg for some reason on the GM, we can do something <laughs> with we can do something with Derek Grant. Yeah. And I
2: Back to the Sam Gagne thing. I used to really like him. I mean, I still kind of do, but like six years ago. (laughs) Like, I feel like all these people getting signed like in the past couple of weeks are all players I really liked five to six, even seven years ago.
0: (laughs) I mean, you can never have too much veteran presence. (laughs) Well, speaking of veterans, uh, James Neal's still around. They signed a PTO with the blue jackets and not going to lie. I remember he was in the AHL last year and I kind of just thought he disappeared.
2: Yeah. I totally forgot all about him. Yeah. I,
1: I, I gotta be honest until you put that in the, <laughs> until you put that in the episode notes yesterday, I didn't even realize he was even on a PTO. We're still playing.
0: But yeah, he played most of the season with yeah. the Thunderbirds last year. Yeah. Um, he was arguably the best player in the AHL, probably. Well, um, I hope. <laughs> but yeah, he was down there most of the year. And I, I know, like, halfway through the season, everyone was like, who's going to trade for him at the deadline to bring him on a run? And clearly, everybody said, yeah, no, we're, we're good. We are good. <laughs> Peace and out. Nope. No, no, no. Uh, also, signing a PTO is uh, Jimmy V C going back to the Rangers. Uh,
2: i thought he was gonna be something big <laughs> he still could but this is it, what is is this his third team fourth team well it's...
0: rangers twice now so i think that he's this is three three because it was buffalo
2: I'm buffalo
0: he was a devil okay yeah
1: by the way, Steven says that James Neal is actually the starting safety for the Rams. Which I'm not sure. <laughs> as, as the resident Rams fan on this pod, I'm not 100% um, sure how accurate that is, but we will, we will do our,
2: we will sound do our like research
1: that. and get back to you next episode with
0: yeah. um, the confirmation <laughs> on that. But, I mean, like we said, it's certainly you kind of have to feel for the guy because he, he has that pedigree of you know, and especially choosing because he he didn't sign with the team that drafted him, right?
2: No, because the Rangers drafted him, and he's like, nah. And then he went to. He went I to Buffalo Boston drafted him. Well, who? I thought Boston drafted. Him. Was it Boston?
1: Oh no, no, I think he went to Boston or he went to Harvard. I don't wait. On, I can look this up. <laughs> I,
3: yeah, I was gonna say Jimmy this is, VC. This is we the part our, of the episode we where we
0: uh here. we uh, admit that. We are not the stat knowledge podcast. <laughs> I want to say he was drafted by the Rangers. Said no thanks. Signed I didn't realize with.
1: he. I didn't. I didn't even realize he was six three. Holy shit!
2: Oh really? Uh, he looks tiny. Okay,
1: so okay, so no, he's never played for Boston. I think he just went to Boston, or he went to. America oh okay. Like yeah, Rangers, 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 and then Buffalo, and then Toronto, and then Vancouver, and then New Jersey last year, and then now he's back to. Now we're going back to the Rangers. On
2: do you say Vancouver? On
0: a no Toronto. Course. Oh. oh. Did no, I Vancouver, no, no, I
1: did say Vancouver. He split twenty and twenty-one with. Uh, oh yeah, because he he
0: got he got traded the bubble season because oh, there, okay. there's
3: there's
1: an episode.
0: Oh, there we go. We're back. We're <laughs> back. The hamsters, the hamsters are working overtime. But I remember there was an episode of the Leafs documentary and it was one of them was when he got traded. Oh, okay. okay. They're like, yeah, come in here, Jimmy. And they're like, yeah, you've been traded to the Canucks. Okay, he needs to stay put because I did not think it was that many teams.
2: (laughs) I knew he was moving around, but I thought it was like max three. We're already a journeyman
1: at 25 or whatever he is.
0: (laughs) I do be like that sometimes. Well, speaking of the Canucks, uh, the big news this week was uh, JT Miller signing a seven-year extension at eight million average, coming yeah. out to about fifty-six million total. Which, uh, sure, a hell that's of a lot that, of money. Yeah,
2: that's kind of yucky.
1: Yeah, I I thought that Tage Thompson deal last week was not going to be passed up for being more by being the most egregious thing we've seen these two weeks, but then the Canucks (laughs) went and signed JT Miller to that just insane deal. I don't know how you can work out a trade for him.
2: I didn't know he was 29. I just, yeah. I thought he was like 32.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, even still, I mean, yeah, holy
2: shit, he's going to be what, 36, 37 by the time this thing is up. Yeah. But I was like, damn, that's bad because I thought he was 32. It's still bad. But like, (laughs) here I am thinking he's 32 years old. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, and it I was just. Certainly... I don't know. I don't know what Vancouver is doing.
1: Nobody ever knows what Vancouver is doing, to be honest. Oh, so I just, yeah,
2: I... they're interesting. I like keeping track, just because they're they're nuts. They just like to do crazy stuff.
0: It's an interesting team. Yeah, it's just you know, for a team that's like we need to get younger and we need to embrace the future. Like, <laughs> let's sign this twenty nine year old for a lot of years and a lot of money. Yeah. God. Well, I mean,
1: geez, if Bob Murray didn't peace out in the middle of the season, I mean, God knows if that would have been us with Manson or Lindholm or Raquel or ugh, I don't want to that I don't even want to think about that.
2: You don't Correct. say you so, don't say Bob Murray's name on this podcast. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
0: Yeah, Manson would have gotten eight years if if he who shall not be named is still around. Eight years, Lindholm, six years, Raquel, five years. Oh, it would have been just amazing. That's like the uh, alternate reality from fucking Doctor Strange. (laughs) Uh,
2: Also, for people who are watching this, I just I want to apologize for not being in uh, NFL gear. Chris, uh, you slacker. I totally, I'm not going to lie. I forgot because like, I knew you we were doing NFL stuff, but I totally forgot you wanted to put a jersey on. And I already put like a poll out on Twitter be like, hey, pick my <laughs> Ducks jersey. <laughs> Guys, we're going to make
1: Chris change live on stream.
0: Bonus content. Bonus a... content. Happen, like
2: last week. Oh, last week. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Yeah.
2: You can blame the Sabres for that one.
0: Yeah. Say, so, yes. oh. Um, it's what we're
2: here to see. <laughs> <laughs> That's what up, you're here yeah. to see? Me
0: pantsless? Guys, is that what you're Jake saying? <laughs> I mean, I... I think like last week, you know. All right, are we back? Are we stable? Have the hamsters? Yep, the hamsters are back. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, sorry, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to take a little break to plug our socials this week. Yeah. You know, get back on track and hope my internet stays, uh, stays chugging along. Uh, you know The support the last couple of weeks, you know we know it's kind of slowing down with the news and stuff trickles in every day now. But uh, you know, keep an eye on our Twitter. If you haven't joined the Discord, you know, go ahead, join us, ask us questions. Kind of what we use it for right now. Um, but it makes our whole question segment so if you're not able to think anything to send us on twitter or don't have twitter that's your option uh and shout out jenny for keeping our instagram pretty uh pretty fresh and (laughs) alive shout out gent gentifer gentifer we love our unofficial social media manager yeah (laughs) at late arrivals pod everywhere
2: you can follow our tiktok we haven't posted anything yet and i have no idea when we're going to but if you do follow us you'll be surprised one day because a video will be there (laughs) so who doesn't like surprises go follow that account as well make sure you connect with me on linkedin (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know if you like our stuff leave us a review i like reading some of those you can get weird i don't care doesn't have to be like anything serious. Uh, or leave a rating. I know with Spotify, you can only do ratings. So, but Apple do both. Please, 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 bro. Please,
1: please do it.
3: <laughs>
2: please <laughs> well, <follow> get...
0: me. <laughs> well, getting back into the news for the week, uh, we had some reverse retros per- potentially leak. Um, yes, the
1: reverse retros and like real home and primary jerseys.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the primary leak was uh the vegas jersey that i had to laugh at because alex tuck was in the picture and <laughs> yeah was it alex tuck i didn't even know it, it was it was <laughs> mm-hmm. so God. my guess is it was last year's or it was the last reverse retro jersey that maybe got scrapped in favor of the one they went with yeah maybe um unless the social media intern turn in the picture was just like chaos and posted it but you know it was kind of funny because I looked at it and I was like, "Something is off here." <laughs> and then I saw 89. And I was like, "Yeah, that guy's not on the team. That's why."
2: <laughs> Did you see the Saber Suite too about their uh, single
1: uh, game the tickets. tickets? And it's Jack Eichel in the back. It's like- Eichel in the background yes, with puck yeah. skating
0: up the ice with the puck. Oh my god! Yeah, man. we we are all about shade on this podcast. Lots so of shade. living for it. Yeah, I will say on this Vegas Reverse Retro League and
1: I agree with steven in the chat right now this is like the first golden knights jersey that i've actually really liked i do like Really, out of yeah. out of anything that they've put out the the weird blocky looking home primary jerseys the stupid ugly white helmet white pants white everything away <laughs> jerseys the god-awful piss yellow dehydrated piss yellow <laughs> Thirds, they're we- the reverse retro last jersey Jerseys the other year that were red for some reason, but then this one is actually really nice. I like the kind of like royal Vegas looking, you know, kind of number font and mm-hmm. the name font as well. I just, I think it's cool. It's kind of like a hybrid of the Rangers jersey and the and the and the canuck skate jersey with the colors and everything like that. But I think I think it works and I really like it a lot. So
2: I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to look up where they got the number font from like where that comes from and i totally forgot to do it microsoft word i don't know <laughs> cuz i know they do have a lot of like different they've had a, they had a lot of decent not decent but they've had a lot of teams in the in the past in vegas more than i thought cuz i know their last reverse retro the red ones were based off of um what the las vegas like what was it thunder something,
0: something? like that yeah like
2: way back in the day i don't know
1: oh the other the other reverse retros
2: yeah. The red ones.
1: Yeah. 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 But, and then this Jersey, I know, I don't remember if we touched on it last week, but then now they're making those ugly dehydrated piss yellow jerseys, the <laughs> primary homes. Like, what? yeah,
0: I think we've talked oh, about I, it. I disgusting. I think. No stop. Try and block that out of my head. Is it weird that I don't mind them? Yes, Chris. Is I don't it? like that. Yes. My apologies, no,
2: they're bad. But I, I, they're bad. <laughs> I just like how it's different, you know?
1: Steven says their jersey fawn is wingdings. Wingdings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
0: gosh. feel the golds wouldn't be as bad if they um, just wore different gloves with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white gloves, I mean, the white gloves just look bad in general. But And
2: I know a lot of people hated on the gray, but I kind of liked the gray more when I found out why they wore gray in the first place. The gray's it's suppo-
1: okay. The gray's fine. Yeah. I think it's my favorite. I mean, not counting the reverse retros. It's probably my favorite one that they've ever had. Mm-hmm. I don't like it per se, but it's way better as a home sweater than the
2: yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't know the gray, the gray ones were the reason they chose gray was because it's supposed to it's be bad. And then they'll knight's do the gold, armor. And,
1: and <laughs> then we'll do the gold helmets. Like, oh no. Okay, number one. What was that? (laughs) I I opened up Twitch to read the chat and it just started playing another stream.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, in terms of streams that it could have popped up, there could have been worse. So yeah. Oh, my God. glad glad it wasn't someone splashing around in a kiddie pool, Connor. Is there a way
1: to make it just the chat so I don't have the two videos going or no? I think you'd have to be signed in for that.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I don't mind. All right, we'll figure it out later. Sorry. Dude, Sorry I can't maintenance, Con- <laughs> maintenance on the pod. <laughs> I can't get Connor's
1: face out of my head. Just, <laughs> just the look he gave us. <laughs> oh, because so I was just like, "What the? Fuck?
0: <laughs> he just looked right into the camera. Like, <laughs> are you uh, gambling? Oh, what are we doing Christ. here, man? <laughs> Playing video poker on the pod? Oh my god."
1: You want to fight with those shades or play (laughs) PokerStars.com?
0: Well, the other uniforms we wanted to talk about were the uh, leak of the San Jose Shark uniforms coming. Yes. No more orange and no more... uh, Thank God. No more just plain teal. And I'm very excited because it kind of looks like the classic shark look.
2: Yeah, I like it. I see a lot of Sharks fans don't. Like, you can easily just look in the the comments of the sharks um or whoever leaked that photo you could just look in the comments and, uh, comments and a lot of sharks play uh fans hate it but
1: yeah i, I find know. it weird I, that the sharks fans hate it i i, I like it it's cool I, I like the teal i'm a sucker for teal i've always liked the color teal I like that yeah and here i'm gonna share my i'm gonna share my screen oh god we're gonna pull up oh, oh jay you need to give me i'll
2: take
0: you permission yeah, you need to let me share. Take the child locks off, please.
1: <laughs> you need to make me the host.
0: <laughs> hey, you're asking me to do this? Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm doing. Wait, is that, is that yeah, I like real? A lot.
2: In, the, in the chat, the numbers and letters are inspired by casino signage? I could see that.
1: Oh, is that what it's the jet said?
2: If that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah,
1: no, that totally makes sense. Yeah, now that now that it was like. Like, I thought they were just kind of going for, a, you know, kind of like a knight in shining armor, Excalibur kind of type, <laughs> kind of looking font, which is also what it looks like. But yeah, it does kind of look like the old casino signage and everything like that. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. The sharks with the, um, the teal, the jersey was teal, pants were teal, helmet, teal. <laughs> it's all teal.
0: They went to the AB school of make everything this color. Yeah which yeah. I, I will give the abs credit. I hated when they went to the blue helmets and pants, but the mm-hmm. look grew on me. So yeah. And now you know, when you see old pictures of them in the black stuff, it doesn't look right. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: just, yeah.
1: Story, I, yeah. I, th- I think that's kind of what's going to happen here. And like, like Stephen just mentioned it in the chat. Uh, he said teal pants are kind of whack, but they're solid. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt the same way. Like when I first saw it, I was like, ah, yeah, only thing I may change is I maybe go, you know, black helmet, black pants, black gloves. But yeah, I think it's just, I think it's going to kind of be like the ABS thing, like you said. We were just so used to them having black helmet, black pants, black gloves on a jersey mm-hmm. that didn't feature any black, and so that's just <laughs> what we were used to. But I think yeah. I think this will. I think we're kind of going back to kind of like the monochrome look, mm-hmm. of like you know the '90s and the '80s that mm-hmm. a lot of teams would do. So, yeah, yeah, I I like it a lot.
2: It's a I'm cool just glad color. They got rid of that horrible burnt orange.
1: Yeah, it was. It was just out of place. Like it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't even the color of the stick that the shark is biting in the logo.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like, where are you getting that from? Like, if anything, yeah. make that stick that color orange. It just looks weird mm-hmm. when there's a color being used in the in the uniform that that isn't even a color on the logo. So yeah, yeah, glad that's gone. I think these are cool, but I think this kind of, I think the Sharks going back to the salt teal look. I think the Kings bringing more purple back and everything like that i think this may be points to the fact that we're probably gonna stay black and orange as our primary colors i don't think we're ever i mean as long as the samuelis are in charge i don't really think we're ever going back to the eggplant and jade full-time i don't think they'd want to have all three california teams kind of having the same yeah you know kind of similar color schemes you know with the sharks going back to this with those weird rumors that the Kings might be potentially embracing more of
2: the, you know, more of that form blue and gold. So if I was in charge, it'd be the orange jersey at home, a white version. Then you can have the Web D as a third and then have the eggplant as like a heritage. Jersey oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That'd be totally fine. I yeah. I just more meant I don't think I don't ever think we're going back to the eggplant and Jade full time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's ever coming back. It just needs to be the Mighty Duck logo in the black, orange, white, and silver, and the gold. I hate the fucking gold, but if we're going to have the gold, (laughs) whatever. But... I won't lie. I I won't lie. I'm
2: I'm, I'm pretty weak. You could give me the Mighty Duck logo in the ugliest colors that you can think of, and I'd probably buy it. Just like all all brown. Or we just
1: start looking like the U, and we just go orange (laughs) and green. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The U.
0: The U well you have some homework tyler please get on that right now we know you make these decisions and these changes so we am gonna need oh. you to get right on that yeah we'd appreciate it we want a whole report done by next wednesday
2: <laughs> please send it to any of us emails work
0: <laughs> well shifting gears here to uh the international play that was going on this week uh yeah, Canada won gold, but that really doesn't matter because uh, Hillary Knight becomes the all-time point leader at the Women's World Tournament. Um, Who's going to say the word? We can't. Mommy. Oh. Okay, Connor can Connor can say it because <laughs> he, he can't get in trouble. My girlfriend anybody.
1: won't kill me, so I'm, I'll i take the bullet on there.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Connor. Someone had to say it. But, yeah, you know, Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty cool thing to see because, you know, it It means a lot more at the women's level when it comes to these rivalry matchups and these mm-hmm. tournaments uh just because of kind of where the game is at on the women's side of things um, but you know the one of the faces of u s a hockey climbing the climbing the ranks and sitting atop the the chart as the point leader is pretty damn cool you yeah. know former yeah, Oh, what ahead. was it she did she did the thing with the ducks uh, a couple years ago right mm-hmm. they called her like an honorary duck
2: something like that yeah. yeah she like practiced with them or something
0: hillary knight is a duck guys ducks that was pretty hillary cool knight. seeing her in ducks <laughs> seeing her
2: in duck stuff was actually really cool
0: <laughs> that was around the time i started watching so i kind of missed that oh okay. so i see those pictures and it's kind of weird because i almost didn't think they were real at first but you know (laughs) that that kind of that kind of happens when you you don't know what's going on in the world with the new sport
1: yeah you know what it's the jet brought something up wasn't that because she was dating freddie anderson which i totally forgot about that
2: yeah there was that whole thing that they were together like
1: i don't think it was i i I think it was pretty short-lived but yeah they were
2: uh, if it was, was a thing, uh, did it ever did it ever come out that it was an actual thing?
1: Uh, we'll, say, we'll say involved. <laughs> we'll say involved. <laughs> involved. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: like we yeah. like we said, you know that that outshines Canada winning gold, at yep. least in our eyes. Like <laughs> it have seven
2: points in the women's
0: worlds. That's just awesome. I don't know if we'll you see know. anyone break that, <laughs> at least for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good guess. Mm-hmm. Glad we're in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> well, the main thing we we kind of teased for this episode was uh, it was going to be a little more football themed. And as you know, even though I'm dressed up and have the background for it, uh, I, I told you guys ahead of time, I'm just going to kind of nod in agreement with a lot of this because I'm still v- relatively new to the football world. But, you know no you, gonna... have, you
1: have to actually you have to actually make predictions
0: oh i'm going to but you know i'm going to yeah. okay, cool. kind of right. sit here and just kind of go oh
1: yeah I'm, yeah
2: i'm i'm representing the the new expansion team the oregon ducks are changing from college football to nfl and they're going to look like this so. oh, well
1: not after that performance against georgia <laughs> they're not getting <laughs> expansion holy shit oh i, oh, I wanted to clear something blowing. up
2: i brought up uh notre dame and I totally forgot, you know, when we were talking about like our, our college teams and I brought up Notre Dame. They're cool and all, but I totally forgot about Syracuse. So scratch well, everything I said. Yeah. It's Syracuse. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Syracuse. Syracuse. I know I forgot about my favorite college football team. but this is my favorite college football team. As you can tell, I follow it
2: very, very closely.
1: <laughs> yep. well, okay, so here. we're going to so we're running into this. We're going to predict if I understand correctly, we, we're we're each going to predict every division winner. Yeah, and then we're gonna predict the conference final matchups and winner, and then yep. the two Super Bowl teams. So, is there... and Chris is gonna write it down, and then we will. Uh,
2: <laughs> I can't write.
1: Maybe we'll maybe we'll make a cute little graphic,
0: real
2: cute,
1: <laughs> be like Chris picks, Jake picks, Lou <laughs> picks.
0: Well, we know Lewis's pick. He already kind of told us. Oh, yeah. We need to announce that. We'll do him first since. Lou predicted
2: the AFC West, and that was it.
0: (laughs) Hey, he at least predicted it. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Oh, damn. He actually, I didn't see he actually went and. Oh, yeah. He did it all. Did it extensively? I
1: didn't check the chat. Let me see.
0: I know we kind of joked and said he was just going to say Raiders or nothing, but
1: look at Lou insider Lou.
0: <laughs> so we have uh loose picks or AFC East or the bills. AFC North are going to be the Bengals. AFC South are the Titans. West. Ooh, am I back? There we go. <clears throat> He said West, uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, Wild cards would be Raiders, Chargers, and Ravens. Hmm. Then NFC East, he said Cowboys. North, he said Packers. (laughs) He said South would be the Bucks. Rams would be the West. And the wild cards would be the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Saints. All right. Then he said AFC Championship game would be bills bengals That'd probably be a really good game. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Um, NFC Championship would be Rams-Bucks. And then he said he wants to see a Rams-Bills Super Bowl. He didn't give us his Super Bowl pick, though.
2: Yeah, he didn't. All right, we'll have to update that tomorrow. That's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, do you want? Should everybody? And I don't know what the chat, what the chat thinks or whatever. But should we all just do each division once at a time, or should everybody just give their list and then everybody just?
2: I think we can do like AFC North, and then yeah, we'll go each division like. Jake can say whatever division, and then we each one at a time will say who we think wins that division and then we just keep going.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's cool with me. All right. So AFC East. I mine's an easy choice because that's where my team's at. So the Bills. Yeah, I'm I'm saying the Bills
1: as well. I don't I don't see how, I how am, the is, I am too. I don't say I don't see how the AFC East is gonna be anything closest here. So we'll go Bills. Okay, AFC North. I'm actually I'm going Ravens in the AFC North.
0: I was gonna say Ravens too.
2: We're all going Ravens? All right.
0: I mean part of <laughs> that's also because I chose their defense in fantasy and I want to see okay. them do well. Gotcha. Um AFC South. I'm going Colts. I'm gonna say Titans, because they were they were good last year, weren't they? Yeah, they were they were decent, yeah.
2: I'll go – yeah, I'll go Titans.
1: So Colts for me, you two are going the Titans. Okay.
0: And then AFC a West. I'm going Chargers.
1: See, I'm going Broncos. Okay.
0: I'm going to say Raiders, not just because Lou's not here. I don't <laughs> know. It just seems like they did some good things and not a lot of good things happened to the Raiders. They seem like they had a lot of fun.
1: And then we got uh, three wild card teams out of the AFC, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm going for my three wild card teams, I'm going Bengals, mm-hmm. Chargers, and Chiefs for my three wild card teams.
2: All right. I'll go, uh, let's see. Definitely Bengals. Hmm. Chiefs. I'll say Jets
0: as a as a fun one. Look at Chris going outside the box. Yeah, okay. the Jets are gonna, <laughs> the jets, jets are gonna
1: shock the world, according to Chris. <laughs> All right.
0: And I'm gonna just gonna say the same as Connor, um, just because those are teams I know and <laughs> have watched play. So I I plead ignorance and just choose teams that I know. <laughs>
1: Broncos love, yeah. The Broncos are going to be good.
0: Heather, so we're not G- at the You Packers said,
1: yet. please
2: exercise patience. <laughs> <laughs> so, wild card, Connor. You said Chiefs, Bengals, and who? Uh, Chiefs, Bengals, and Chargers. Okay, yeah. and that's who you're going with, Jake.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, part of that also is because I have Herbert as my quarterback again this year. So fantasy, yeah. <laughs> I, I literally drafted like almost the same team from last year, minus like one or two guys. So, Did you really? Yeah, I got a lot of the same players. Yeah, me and Jake met in the final last year. At halfway oh, yeah, halfway through the year. I, I was just like, oh, yeah. wow, I've lost two matchups. Holy shit. <laughs> I do remember being, <laughs> I
2: do remember being pretty mad when he beat me. <laughs> Yeah, cause I Jake had no, did. I had yeah. no
0: fucking clue what I was doing. I was just yeah. like, okay, this guy should get me points. And I
2: thought I was, I thought I had a pretty okay team. And I'm like, all right, I'm totally ready for this week. And then Jake just like stomped me. <laughs> it was done by maybe halftime of the first like morning games.
0: That was uh, probably after I traded Connor Diggs too. I, I was what? yeah, be quiet. That happened <laughs> like was. that happened like week two or three, and I really regretted it because I liked having digs on my team because I at least had a Bills player to root for.
3: Not anymore.
0: <laughs> hey, All I right. got him this NFC year. Time? Oh, yeah, All right. NFC. <laughs> NFC.
1: Start with the NFC, NFC East. I'm going Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, Eagles as well.
0: I'm gonna say Cowboys. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just, just that fate
2: <laughs> i have to do that whenever someone says cowboys so they're just i can't stand it
0: all right move on nfc north nfc north see this is hard
2: should i say bears just to be a? <laughs> I mean i'll, I'll say team I'll say, oh. I'll say bears just to be different
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going Vikings. Vikings, okay. New offense—they're going to throw more. Justin Jefferson's going to go off. Dalvin Cook's healthy.
0: We're going for the underdog here. We're we're picking Lions. You're picking
2: Lions.
3: Oh, yeah. All over the, all, nobody picked the Packers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> NFC South. I'll pick the Bucks. Yeah, same. That kind of seems like a. You can't you can't really count Tom Brady out. I mean no. yeah because Gronk actually retired, right? Yeah. I know this is like the fourth time he's done it, but yeah, I'll go I'll go Bucks. I went kind
2: of weird with the uh the Titans one, I think. So I'll try to get back on track here.
0: All right, and then Oh no, the Bears one. <laughs> <The> Bears <laughs> one, never mind. <laughs> uh NFC West. Yeah. My pick. Yeah, uh, let's just write us all down for Rams.
2: <laughs> Rams? Rams. Should ah, I go Rams? Baby. Hold on. Maybe I want to be different.
0: Oh, here we go. Oh, no, you don't. Moving on.
2: <laughs> let bully me.
0: <laughs> all right, no, Jake. Don't. Moving on.
1: <laughs> Jake, we're going to start you off with your three wildcard teams out of the NFC.
0: Oh, Jesus. Um. Probably the Packers, Eagles, and I'm going to say 49ers. Packers, Eagles, 49ers. Okay.
1: I will go the San Francisco 49ers. I will also go the Green Bay Packers. You know what? little sleeper team give me the saints as my third third wild card team
0: Okay, who are All 3 right. Chris? I'll go
2: uh, I'll go Saints and uh I guess I mean I got to pick Packers they probably I mean they're going to make it. They're in the worst division. <laughs> um Saints, Packers.
0: I guess I'll go Niners as well. Got some overlap. <laughs> Nothing bad, though. I, th- I mean, kind of feel like football is kind of clear cut. Like who's going to be good and who's going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. So I don't feel bad picking the same teams. But <laughs> then again, I also don't know a whole hell of a lot. So. All right, so now we're going what AFC
2: championship game or AFC champion? Yeah. Well, I'm definitely picking Bills.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say Bills as well. But the AFC championship
2: will
1: be decided between the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. That would be fun. And I think I will take the Bills as well. I think it's a little hard to bet against them right now. But we'll take the Bills over the Ravens.
2: Bills Mafia.
0: All right. NFC now.
1: I am going with the Los Angeles Rams, obviously. (laughs) And they will be facing off the rematch with the GOAT. (laughs) Rams-Bucks in the NFC Championship game with... Matthew Stafford besting
0: the goat once again, and the Rams <laughs> moving on to their
1: second straight Super Bowl appearance.
0: You want to go, Chris, or do you uh, want me to? You can. I'm gonna say Rams over Eagles. Oh God, I mean, maybe I should have went. That's exactly what <laughs> I'm. Rams, Actually, fun. I'll flip it.
2: I was gonna do Eagles over Rams. Ooh, drama. <laughs> So All Super right, so Bowl you're now. Both, you're you're both going Rams then? Yeah. Yep. For NFC. Okay. So
1: I'm actually I'm actually gonna step aside from making a Super Bowl prediction because even though I have my oh. team in it, I think it's bad luck to bet to bet on or against my team to win the championship. So I'm just gonna say it's gonna be Rams Bills in the Super Bowl. And I'm gonna leave it at that.
0: Understandable. So have a good day. So. <laughs> Take care. All right. Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs> wait where's the outro music you said you're gonna play oh yeah that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) play myself an outro (laughs) uh i'm gonna say bills over rams but that's just being a biased hopeful fan so yeah i'm saying bills over eagles (laughs) not one of those ones that's i mean i have my superstitions with hockey but football is still fresh and new and i haven't been hurt by it yet so Oh, I've only known oh, him just football. Wait. Just wait. I mean, last year definitely sucked. I wanted him mm-hmm. to beat the Chiefs, but that was still was a really good game.
2: That game was on NFL Network, I think, last night. And uh, I don't know why, but I put it on. It was a fun game. Such but a then crazy. I got sad all over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you said you picked, right, Chris? Bills over Eagles. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I was sitting here. I'm like, wait, did he say it? (laughs) Holy crap, Lois. We got through the predictions.
1: Holy crap, Lois. He said it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're at the tail end of the episode now, so we're going to get into our Hockey 365 question of the week, and he asks us a very simple question. What team realistically deserves to win the Connor Bedard sweepstakes? I'll let Connor take this
2: one first just because he was very excited for this one. So well,
1: it's a it's a it's an interesting question. You know, you kind of kind of get to pick who the next token prospect goes to. Obviously, I would love to just add Connor Bedard to the ducks, but <laughs> I'm gonna pick a team that's not the ducks. Um, you know uh, I would like I wouldn't want to see Montreal win it.
0: They've been getting flyers. nice things for too long lately. Yep, Flyers,
1: maybe. Sabers, eh. yeah. I don't, uh, yeah.
2: I mean, it'd be cool.
1: I mean, Flyers, Coyotes, that'd be kind of fun. I don't. I'm not going to say the Kraken just because I don't. I don't want to do that to
2: a, a division opponent. I'm not saying the Red Wings. I'm sorry, can't yeah. do that. No, yeah, no, can't do that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna say the Flyers or the Coyotes. Flies? Yeah,
2: I'm going Coyotes. Um, obviously, just because uh, I think getting someone like that would be huge for this market, especially a market trying to get a new arena in a different city, <laughs> um, and having the hype around him come come to town I think would be awesome and the Coyotes have been kind of they've kind of needed that for a while I remember there was like some chatter when Austin Matthews got drafted that maybe the Coyotes were gonna trade up to get him they ended up not doing that I mean they got Keller that year I think so I mean Keller's fine but I mean if they got a guy like that and you have him this to help sell tickets and new fans to this new arena in tempe like i think that would be the perfect scenario for the coyotes and uh even not being a coyotes fan i'd go absolutely nuts if they were able to get them (laughs) because that would just be that'd be nice to have like right in my backyard someone like that on the team
0: that would be a lot of fun another Mm -hmm. flippy puck kid another flippy puck wonder how uh tyson nash would feel about that jesus (laughs) Man needs to take a claritin and get with the times. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say coyotes as well. Uh, like you said it 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 would do a lot for the market. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't think the coyotes are gonna be as bad as everyone gives them credit for this year, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I'm also not saying they're gonna be world beaters and you know yeah. a sneaky playoff team realistically they're probably going to be down there again as one of the the bottom teams in the league um but it would do so much yeah for the city and for the franchise as a whole to have a you know generational talent that's going to really change the franchise and shake things up i'm kind of in the same boat as connor i'd hate for him to go to montreal i'd hate for him to be a blackhawk
2: yeah i'm just, afraid of
0: the blackhawks getting him it, it just seems like with all this stuff going on with them that the universe doesn't need to give them a good player like that. No, <laughs> they deserve to suffer for a little bit. It's so a little like, come on. I personally think it would be cool to see a, uh, Bedard Kachina jerseys in the stands.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, it you know, a team that's trying to get a new arena. That's going to be in an environment that can only help them grow. It'd be crazy to land a talent like that and, yeah. you know, really, really like give fans something to look forward to. Because the one thing that I think a lot of people don't give the Coyotes fans credit for is they are loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah, know, the jokes are always that, you know, they can't fill an arena, which has truth to it. But at the same time, like, there are fans that care about the team, and it feels like it would be a reward. Those fans is like, you know, this is kind of what you've had to put up with the last (laughs) couple years, and it's worth it.
2: Yeah, all the bad hockey and the horrible owners they've had over the past. I mean, I've been here for seven years, and I think this is their third owner already (laughs) since I've lived here. Like, it's just it's crazy. So, you know, and then the whole arena situation. So, yeah, it'd be a real nice, even if even if they weren't that good of a team, but they had Bedard. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think it'd matter. Like as long as fans could be like, Hey, you know, the team sucks, but we can go watch this kid play. I mean, that would, that'd be enough just for me to get in the door. Like they don't have to be a winning team. I just want to go see, you know, a, good, a fun player every once in a while and not have to <laughs> depend on it being the visiting team.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we all feeling confident with what we said. Yes. Cool. I, so. I mean, you know, the last couple of weeks with his with uh hockey three questions, you know, we've uh gone in depth with, with different things. Um, you know, like last week was the fighting one and had the kraken one a couple of weeks back. So it was kind of nice to have something clear cut like this just because it is a simple question, but it, it it does make you think because it is easy to say, Oh, well, we want him on the ducks. We want the ducks to be bad so that he can be a be a duck. But at the same yeah. time, like we're also, it's not realistic because yeah. we are kind of at a point where, you know, if we we're talking about on the top of the episode is true. You know, we might be landing another forward that can really help us kind of solidify our chances of fighting for a wild card spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, would it be cool to land Connor Bedard? Yeah. But of course you know, yeah, would. At, yeah. at, at this point, like we're not at that level of bad anymore. We're kind of turning the corner on the rebuild. We're not.
2: Something crazy would have to happen for us to be even in the bottom three. Right? Yeah. Like like, exactly.
1: Like if shit hits the fan and you know the season just goes completely in the shitter and half the team's injured and just we're just not even close and Mm -hmm. we're just kind of selling everybody off at the deadline. All like you know all the Klingbergs and Kulikovs of the world. I mean, shit. Yeah, cool. I mean, then you want to tank for the you know, then you're fine being bad again and taking for Bedard. But with the structure of the team, I mean, I'm certainly not – we're not on the stage anymore or we're going to be annoyed if we're contending for a playoff spot because we actually have a quality product on the ice again. Yeah. We're not this weird kind of team in limbo on in the Bob Murray era where it's like we should be way worse than this and have it be having a higher draft pick. Yeah. And it was annoying to see us kind of do like the <laughs> – with a bad team kind of that late season push and then we're just like oh like no like why are we doing this like (laughs) no like lose lose like just get the best pick possible yeah but now it's different because we have this lineup bolstered and we have all these guys that are you know that can help elevate the youngsters but at the same time kind of shield them a little bit while they develop and you know if we get to if we sneak into a wild card spot cool great if we just miss out cool that's fine too if shit just goes off the rails and in the hunting for a top five pick again like cool that's fine off awesome. that's cool too like yeah and
2: then we yeah.
1: you know and then we're in the Connor bedard sweepstakes and with this next draft coming up i mean it's you know you yeah you know it, it if you miss on bedard but you get number two you're looking at matt van you're looking at adam fantilli if you get number three like it, it's it's this is a loaded draft coming up next year so you know even if we miss the playoffs it's not going to be all all doom and gloom just because we missed the playoffs and then didn't get bedoured because I know we kind of talked about last year's draft being, um, you know, being somewhat fairly deep. This 2023 class is extremely deep. So it's going to be fine either way.
2: Yeah. And there's just no, no way that we're even in the bottom four because you were already talking, Connor, you were already talking about the possibility of Montreal getting him or yeah, philly we're not
1: going to be worse than montreal we're not going to be no. worse in chicago we're not going to be worse than arizona we're not going to be worse than philly we're not going to be worse than <laughs> detroit like no, no. it's just like shit's just gonna no have way. to go real bad for us to be worse than those teams so it's it's not we're, it's not like we're even going to be in the running in the first place. and then the
0: sharks too the sharks are not gonna yeah be good. yeah no that's just... yeah, they're they're kind of the team of just guys wearing jerseys out there yeah. so no, you hey man we, we tied like, for could skates you went,
1: could you imagine if you went to the sharks oh, oh goddamn yuck no thank i already
2: you. have to deal with uh right and uh veneers in seattle
1: yeah fuck <laughs> no thank you
2: and then uh byfield with la that was annoying too
0: yeah well i mean and ryan's favorite player alex Turcott. Does that annoy you too <laughs> extend Turcott. <laughs> king's Ten fans years. love alex
1: king's fans love alex turcotte <laughs> Hashtag extend Turcotte. I was going to
0: say, if we don't have a Ryan question for the episode, we have to sneak them in somehow. <laughs> and it's right I at keep, the end, too, because yeah. I, I love that buildup all week of has he listened to it yet because <laughs> he always will send a tweet. we are like, okay, I got to the point where you got to my question or you yeah. said something about me. <laughs> 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 got to keep Ryan on his toes.
2: Yeah, and then, you know, he wants to keep Turcotte around so then he can play with his favorite player, uh, his favorite veteran Kopitar. Veteran. (laughs) Veteran. Anzea Kopitar. He's going to be really mad at us. (laughs) That's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's always mad at us. Well, getting into our listener questions this week. uh, We had this one last week, but we couldn't fit it in with all of the stuff we had already in the notes. But uh, our pal Green Bastard asked us, who do you think you are? And he wants personal. Oh, yeah. who,
2: who do you think you are? I oh, am.
0: Yeah. And so he That's said, "Right, I, I
2: did it. <laughs> damn it, right."
0: <laughs> well, he followed it up, just saying he wants deep personal answers. I don't know. I'm just a guy,
1: man. I don't know.
2: Same. I'm just a dude in I'm a,
1: a twenty-five-year-old. Right I'm a twenty. I'm not even a guy. I'm a twenty-five-year-old kid. I don't feel like a. I don't feel like an adult.
2: Holy shit! Definitely, Connor's not a guy. Breaking. He's not a guy. This Kid
0: <laughs> He's someone small, just play the video the, small the video child
2: <laughs> small child someone just play the video of the, the that bowler Who do you think you are oh, yeah it's probably one of the best things ever.
0: The video is pretty great
2: yeah I mean if you're ever feeling down just watch that video
0: and the fact that Gary
1: Thorne is calling it like right that's the most random thing. Bring <laughs> the on, <laughs> Gary
2: Thorne man. Strike, flame
3: it. oh.
0: It's like the anticipation of waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Beautiful.
0: Well, I don't have a deep answer for, for GB, but you know, I just try and be the comic relief. I like pleading <laughs> gesture privileges on everything, so you know, <laughs> as long as I can be the funny guy that doesn't get in trouble for being funny, we're good. Yeah. Well, next up, uh, Shant asks us what are our go-to fall drinks. So it could be coffee. Uh, I ha- I have a different one, but I'll let you guys go first.
2: Well, beer, <laughs> beer. <laughs> Well, you know, mine's always coffee. I, I, I get made fun of all the time, uh, because I drink hot coffee during the summer here in wonderful Arizona. But, um, the one thing I do like in fall and like winter is when Starbucks has the, uh, caramel brulee lattes out. Mm -hmm. Those are awesome. That's something that I like have to get at least once or twice a year. Nice. And then, you know, I like myself some apple cider around Halloween.
0: not a bad choice. Apple cider's delicious.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same as Chris. I'm not like super big into like the pumpkin shit, but like me a good coffee, like me a good, you know, a nice little cinnamon dolce latte or something like that, you know, some cinnamon, (laughs) Um, you know, this is kind of the time of year where, you know, starting to cool off a little bit so I can, you know, I'm your classic average white guy with a beard that enjoys craft beer. So I love all kinds of craft beer. And so this is the time of year where you can start drinking the darker stuff, you know, start dipping into the stouts and a little bit of, you know, the darker ales and stuff like that. Cause you know, a little bit heavier, it's not too hot out. You can, you can kind of stomach it a little bit if you're sitting for, you know, we're sitting down for a bit. So I also, I also do like myself an old fashioned and I, but whiskey and I even tweeted about it earlier today when it's hot whiskey sounds like, like the worst possible thing I could ever drink. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) like oh my god in the heat and you're sipping like straight whiskey like we were i was at a restaurant with my mom last night I took my mom out to dinner and the, it, it, the we were sitting outside in, in san Clemente, and it was literally like 90 degrees the fans were on but it was 90 degrees and this dude next yeah. to us is really just sipping neat whiskey a psychopath and i was just like <laughs> oh like no i'm sitting here with like my ice cold pacifico and i'm like oh that just ooh pacifico oh. i'm just like oh no
2: no but yeah, but this
1: time of year when it gets colder, I do I do
2: like myself in old fashioned, so I'll make. I'll I didn't make think family. I was gonna get attacked there with the craft beer situation and a beard. Just you know, <laughs> I'm sitting here looking like this, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's okay. You like I mean, look, we both we're both white dudes with a beard, yeah, so. <laughs> with beards. We like our beer, craft beer. Do you like my beer, man?
0: <laughs> oh, in it's ironic that you say whiskey, Connor, because my my thing I was gonna say was uh this time always uh. Kind of reminds me of when I first turned 21 and all I liked drinking were uh, whiskey gingers, Mm. but the Irish pub and the place that I used to go with my buddy um, had a Guinness uh, stew that they would sell. So like thinking of whiskey gingers make like reminds me of the Guinness stew and like going like when it's cold and getting it. Nice. I, I don't drink coffee regularly enough, so. I'm not a pumpkin spice kind of guy. I mean, I only drink iced coffee anyways, so, <laughs> you know. Honestly, I, I, I
2: just I just can't wait for it to be cold.
0: <laughs> me yeah. too,
1: man. I'm so over the heat. <laughs> Doesn't seem like, like it's, it's going to be, be anytime lenses. soon. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Holy fuck.
2: I love the mornings here during, like, uh, December January, and it's, like, 40s cold. out. Like, yeah, it's so nice. Like, I can go to bed, like, in my hoodie. Like, it's it's beautiful.
1: That's the best. Yeah, oh, cold mornings, man. It makes coffee taste so much better. Exactly. We Just love wanna...
0: global warming messing everything up for us. <laughs> Thanks. Well, our uh, favorite ABS fan asks us: uh, Who is our favorite ABS player, past or present? I kind of think we agreed we were going to both say one of each.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: of all of all time, Peter Forsberg for me,
2: easily. I mean, that's mine too. I don't, I, I don't even have to answer that. <laughs> Peter Forsberg. Yeah. Peter Forsberg. Uh, current. Current. I think I might say, I mean, McCar me, is definitely McCarr. up there now, but yeah,
1: same for me, it's McCar currently,
2: but I've always liked Landis Cog. So. I might Not go bad with choices. Landis Cog. Yeah. Uh,
0: all time for me would be Patrick Law. He's Mm. arguably one of my favorite goalies of all time yeah. um and current would be nate mckinnon mckinnon yeah he has that dog in him <laughs> and we that dog. that's the uh that's the only stat that we uh care about on this pod you know yeah
2: x what's, dog what's his dog for six <laughs> expected
0: expected dog <laughs> i will say though i do like me some kale mccarr yeah um I mean, we're not gonna be not I've always like ranting into he always kind of seems like he's overshadowed by like McKinnon, McCarr and Landeskog. Yeah, but he's like arguably like they're, their third or fourth best player on their team. Yeah, that that's
2: what's crazy. And they're just like, they're a very likable team. It's kind of hard. I mean, when they play the Ducks, I do get annoyed by them because they they do like to kick us. <laughs> not only that, like on the scoreboard, but we've had some uh, history with them with them throwing kind of nasty hits our way and it the games yeah. always seem to go off the rails with the avalanche
0: <laughs> but when they're not playing the ducks i can sit there and watch and really enjoy myself <laughs> well next up new era ducks asks us should nhl players have intro or goal songs like mlb players to have individual walk-up music if we were to choose songs for some duck players what would they be and if we had any songs that we would choose for ourselves? I think it'd be cool if they did that
2: uh don't some teams have like personal uh
0: songs for players when they score the caps do it and i caps. think minnesota I think just- minnesota did it for like a season i thought but i think like, the like, sabers do it
1: too and sabers
0: have i think, the, Can- I think yeah. the canucks
1: do it as well i think the Canucks are another team that does it
0: yeah i know the
2: sabers i don't know if i know they did it last season because i know every time uh jeff skinner scored it was party in the usa yeah um but yeah, I think that should be more of a thing league-wide. I think that'd be kind of cool if you could have guys kind of show their personality a little bit more and pick a song when they... Even if it's not when they score, but, you know, when they come out, when they're announced, their name is announced, it's like a quick... You know, you play it really quick and then move on or something like that, but...
0: Yeah, like the I starting think, lineup. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't hate it if they did it, like, as the guys were coming out. I just think it would be hard from... a. Uh announcing standpoint because it's like you're waiting for the guy to come out and then the track to change and then saying their name and then like (laughs) having to do that for all six guys on the ice but Mm -hmm. i definitely think more teams should do the the individual goal songs just because you know unless you're a team that has one guy carrying all the offense like you are gonna have different people scoring all the time that's kind of the point but i think it'd be cool um as for songs for ducks players that's kind of hard and all over the board because you know. I don't know what anybody likes.
2: Yeah. Gibson <laughs> you know. would probably be something pretty dark because I just feel like he hates his life every time he's in the creek.
1: John Gibson would just John Gibson would just request silence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and opting for the golf clap is John Gibson.
2: <laughs> Please don't be too loud. He gets frightened. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, I feel like the kids would kind of be all over the place. I feel like Zegers (laughs) would choose something, like, off the wall and fun. Yeah,
2: Zegers would be something.
0: But I don't know. Like, we're so used to the players being tight-lipped with the Ducks that it's hard to know that they have personality. I mean, we've really only seen that recently, the last couple of seasons. And I don't know. I just kind of feel like they're just a bunch of guys.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even if they could just because you know how like when the team wins, they have like their victory song in the locker room. If they could just like rotate it every yeah. win, you get a different player to pick his song. That would be kind of cool, too. But yeah, like the the
0: MVP of the game or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I mean, it would be cool to see like what they're what's what they're playing. Yeah. Like what they're what's what's their first thought when they think of a song that would represent them or something that they either score to or come out to or whatever. It'd yeah. be pretty cool. Um, even if teams did like individual nights, like it didn't have to be like an every night thing for, if it was like for the goals, if it was just like individual nights, they would just did it. Like maybe, uh, you know how they, they have special third Jersey nights. It could be something like that, like a cool promotion type deal. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's like almost if you're doing like, a, if you do like throwback night to the nineties, like, yeah, play you know, you already played nineties music in the arena. Like, yeah. Maybe choose a different song as the goal song for the night. Yeah. As I say, it's kind of hard with individual guys unless, like, that's kind of what the team's going for. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you have to ask that question to all the players. Like, hey, if you were to pick a song to do this, like, what would you pick? (laughs) And I don't know. if Hockey players are boring sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah. Some of those guys. You asked Drysdale. He's not answering. (laughs) (laughs)
2: you wouldn't know you wouldn't be like me when you asked me like a song I wouldn't even know what the name of it is
0: just blank yeah um and as for a song for myself I'm kind of in that boat of I would choose something goofy (laughs) um there's a song from baby metal that I like that like right before the breakdown and before it gets back into like the heavy guitars and screaming Mm -hmm. um there's just like a random spring noise that happens (laughs) it just makes like a little boing noise I I feel like I would choose that like right after I scored I'll I'll send you guys the song so you you can know what I'm talking about just a little Um, boing (laughs) dude it's fucking hilarious that's (laughs) what I love about their music is it's like there's a death metal band behind them and it's just three girls on stage singing about like chocolate and lollipops and shit (laughs) It's just, it's, it's hilarious. I think, I think I'd, I would want, uh,
2: wherever I may roam from Metallica. Ooh, that's a good one. It's a yeah. good song. I, I run do, to that song.
1: So that's a good one. I would do the capitals actually used to have this as their goal song, uh, for a couple of years, but I do, uh, the wicker man by iron maiden the mm-hmm. ending part where where it's like whoa yeah i do that part so if you if you're not familiar with that song look up wicker man by iron maiden and then just fast forward to like the ending the ending part where they're all like shouting so i do <laughs> i do that just because i thought it fit really <laughs> <Who> well <didn't? laughs> and you know it fit really well and um you know i feel like it could have some good crowd participation because everybody could yell along with it so yeah. that's probably what i pick. and iron maiden is my favorite band so it would just It would just fit.
0: (laughs) Well, our last question for tonight, we were debating on putting it in or not. And -hmm. I'm pretty sure she stayed on the Twitch stream just to see if we said it or not. But, you know, we're going to cut the episode here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Heather pack. Heather pack. (laughs) (laughs) But Heather asks us who are the better duck duos? And she kind of picked from all over the place but our options are Paul Correa and Tamu Solani, Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff, or Trevor Zegers and Jamie Rysdale. Perry and Getzloff.
1: I'm going with Derek
2: Grant and Nick DeLoria.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you, Chris. I say Perry and Getzloff. Yeah, and um, I'll look into
2: the future. I can see the
0: future pretty well. It's going to be Zegers-Terry. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you trying to manifest a Jamie Drysdale trade? Come on, Chris. What are we doing here? Chris, you psychomaniac.
2: Psychomaniac.
0: We said we wanted chaos, but not like that. It's okay <laughs> when other teams do it, but not not our team. <laughs> I'm surprised um, that none of us said Korea Solani. Um, I don't know if that's sacrilege or not, just because of who both guys are. Yeah. But I kind of just feel like, I mean, especially for our age, it just seems like the Perry Getzloff era is a little more. They played together longer too.
2: And they have a exactly. championship to show for
0: it. True. That's also a a good factor in there. Mm-hmm. And they the... did it in
2: like their rookie season, didn't they? <laughs> like it was yeah, like they dominated. That whole line with Dustin Penner was ridiculous, so.
0: I do like your thought of zegers Terry though. That is very intriguing. Yeah. Mhm. I mean hopefully Dallas uh actually gives us that this year cuz you know I hope so. My man doesn't know how to optimize that lineup. Dallas if you're listening. <laughs> He's just Dude, laying in
2: bed at night just listening to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyler, can you make oh, sure this right. uh this part of the episode uh, reaches Dallas please? Thank you. <laughs> I don't know who these LAP guys are but they know what Hi,
1: they're saying.
0: Dallas. He's got his little nightlight on taking notes. He strikes me as a reads a book by candlelight kind of guy.
1: <laughs> he strikes me as wearing a nightcap like one of those Yeah, like I can see that from like the cartoons. Yeah.
2: he has got like a Derek Grant nightlight.
1: Yeah. When he goes to the bathroom he carries a candle. <laughs>
0: We got anything in the twitch chat uh, no i don't uh, to...
1: no i i accidentally closed the twitch chat like 15 minutes ago
0: i mean I'm good after, going after the uh after the booby stream popped up
1: hey, <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to open it up on my phone
0: uh... God. the second <laughs> time hey it's okay
1: opening up random twitch streams
0: like i said as long as they're not the ones with people splashing around in pools i think we're good yeah oh my god (laughs) oh boy (laughs) well with that being said uh marks the end of another episode um catch all of our stuff over on the hockey focus uh we'll have the blog with the episode out hopefully by friday uh, i'm gonna try and get that done tomorrow night uh, depending on whether i edit this together tonight or not um on tuesday uh we'll have another one probably out friday or saturday you think yeah probably closer to the weekend again yeah so we did uh we did extra last week we got two out we did but hey, more content, more eyes on the stuff. That's all we ask for. Yep. But as always, we uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, I don't, my internet only died twice this this recording, so <laughs> baby steps. We're making progress. It was all good. Yeah. Hey, it was only <laughs> a slight pause, maybe five seconds this time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, but, make sure uh, you follow us everywhere late arrivals pod follow the hockey focus like Jig said and leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening and if you're able to and yeah and shout out to all of you beautiful people wonderful beautiful sweet baby jesus <laughs>
0: <laughs> tweet at ryan extend turcott he loves those tweets yes let's get that hashtag going <laughs> 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 well that is it for us we will uh see you guys next week See you later.
3: Peace.